0: Hey guys, before we get started on today's show, I know you've been watching The Last Dance documentary along with us. It has brought up the ongoing debate that no one will ever win. Is Michael Jordan the GOAT? Is LeBron the GOAT? One thing we do know for sure is Manscaped is the GOAT. For Below the Belt Grooming, get 20% off, plus free shipping with the code DMVR20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping. When you use the code DNVR20 at manscaped.com, your balls will thank you.
1: It's, you know, it's, uh, I don't know.
0: I, when I open, I score. When I, uh, I pass, you know, play basketball.
1: Just uh, play simple, simple as I can, you know, something like that. Let's go! What is up, everybody? Welcome into the DNBA live show presented by A Little <laughs> Man, this gets more obnoxious every single time. But uh, A Little Pizza is going to ask us to stop doing this. They're going. Can we kindly request? Hey, I'm not, your hand I'm to not going stop? to. <laughs> but. Uh, Eric, are you turned off? Your audio has just gone away. <laughs> yeah, my, my favorite part
2: is that every night when that's happening, like the rest of Denver is howling in support of the uh medical okay. workers and we're at the same time just go, ah!
1: <laughs> <laughs>
2: not participating. Yeah. Not the audio why
1: <laughs> the worst 10 seconds of Eric's day. He absolutely hates it. Oh. He was so
0: psyched out by the horn, he just had to go on mute. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, who knew
1: who knew what I was gonna say at that point. I guess I can't even introduce you. you yeah, I go. That's your intro. You're supposed to go, let's go. I, I,
2: man, I, my video's bad, my audio. Maybe I'll just kill myself.
1: the Joining us again after a brief hiatus, it's Harrison Wynn. We got two words, guys. I'm back.
2: Oh, <laughs> I didn't get the facts. Yeah, okay. would have been Shut better you if you no. said us the facts, I think. <laughs> We've <must laughs> got down on the
3: bottom right. What's up, fellas? How are we doing? I'm ready to redeem myself after getting owned by Eric on that Jimmy Butler
1: Michael Jordan take. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. And then our special guest today, beat reporter for the Denver Post, our buddy Mike Singer. Mike, what's,
4: what's up? up? What's hey. up? Thanks for having me
1: on, guys.
2: What's yeah. up, brother? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Very excited. There you go.
1: Yeah. Um, so, guys, today we have uh, some some news to talk about. There's some things that have been kind of happening lately I would say it does feel like there's a little momentum building towards some news. I feel like (laughs) we have news about the news. Like there's (laughs) it's free news. There's like it's It's very (laughs) vague. Yeah it's very vague. But I do feel like we're working towards a I I feel like a a a week or two from now we're gonna have we're gonna know what's gonna happen, what what direction things are going or what the goals are. That Um, seems optimistic. It does but, seem well. I'm I'm just saying in two weeks we'll know. They'll be like, yes, our target date is this, and this is our goal. And if we can't meet it, we're folding or whatever. This is like
2: uh, we've gone to the twilight zone where the NBA has become just like a corporate office. We're having meetings about meetings. Like, <laughs> we're like next week we're gonna set a meeting to talk about what our goals are. Yeah, like, that's. Do you
1: think uh, in the LeBron conference call with those guys, he was saying let's put a pin in that? Um,
4: <laughs> yeah, We'll, talk yeah, yeah. we'll talk circle back to Chris's point
1: <laughs> later. <laughs>
4: I'm saying if they have
0: if, if they have
4: any idea what's going to happen in two weeks, then the amount of information that's out there right now, uh, I mean, we know like 5% of what's happening. If they have a direction where they're going to go and, and like this, you know, blueprint and groundwork is laid, we know nothing. We know crumbs at this point. If, if Adam Silver is really getting ready to make a decision. So I would lean more toward the, the four week end of that, but you, yeah. I mean, you're dead on things are happening.
0: Um, that, that, that's like an injury timetable for a
3: sprained ankle two to four <laughs> weeks.
0: It's always going to be four weeks.
4: <laughs> the hockey injury timetable.
3: Yeah. Oh, that's terrible. Um, I'm wondering what they're like hoping to find out next though, or what data they're hoping to gather. I'm sure it's like how interested the players are in actually doing this, but I mean, I don't know what they're going to learn, you know, in two to four weeks that we don't know now on the macro scale.
4: So, uh, I mean, on Adam Silver's call uh, post Board of Governors meeting maybe two or three weeks ago, he used the phrase uh, data, not date. And so what they are absolutely looking at is the amount of um, confirmed cases that happen in in the states that are reopening. And obviously they're looking at Nevada and looking at Florida as it pertains to the NBA. So, I, I mean, that's a small sample size, but like it's obviously not encouraging if they reopen up and then the cases shoot up. So, like, you know, I, I think there's a little bit of science there, but whatever.
1: That mirrors the the real world, doesn't it? I mean, of that's course. kind of what that's like the big question right now is, OK, people are starting to go back out. They're starting to get into life. We'll see if the numbers skyrocket. So it would make sense. When I said, I think two weeks, I don't mean two weeks as in the NBA says, all right, here's our plan. We're going. I just mean, like, in the next two weeks, I think Adam Silver will, will, will have the knowledge of these are our checkpoints. If we don't have this by this date, then we're not going to do it. If we don't have this by this date, then we're going to do this or that. that That's all I mean. I do think there's some plans, nothing solid, but it does seem like they're starting to know what the benchmarks are, and they could maybe start to you know talk about what those are.
4: I mean, isn't that encouraging that for the first time since March 11th, we have a date to, to hang our hat on? I mean, before it was Adam Silver didn't want to make a determination by wow. April 1st. And then it was <laughs> – you know, which seems ridiculous in retrospect. And then it was May first, and then June. So he's he's kind of kept pushing the goalposts, uh, and now now the goalposts are kind of set. I mean, it's a little muddy, but they're a little bit set.
1: It's weird to think back to that. The like, we're not going to decide by April first. And I remember being like, "Oh, this sucks." I, know. You know, I remember it was thirty days.
0: It was thirty days at one point, right? That's just it, yeah, so
2: like everybody wants a date, but they're everything's meaningless like it's all meaningless until the until we have like some way to not to have people not get sick from this. I mean, it's it like needs a, to be a cure or vaccine like but we're just dancing around trying to keep people like engaged, like, you know, giving them like you're saying little crumbs, like keeping them and get like every day. You can come in and hear us talk about, you know, what, what might happen.
4: <laughs> I mean, isn't that the playbook? Isn't the playbook, extend this as long as possible? Of course, yeah. I think he said, like, if I was able to talk to David Stern, David Stern told me to extend this as far as possible. And so that's what's happening. And, you know, we're left to speculate and, you know, hear little crumbs about guys working out and – Facility's starting to open up and I know I'm here for the crumbs. (laughs) uh, I need a t-shirt. Here for the crumbs.
2: Oh, I'm (laughs) here for the
1: crumbs. I'm gonna make that right now. I'll be
4: right back. Okay, (laughs) sweet.
1: So do you know, Mike, how many players are in Denver right now and, and how many people are taking advantage of this open facility?
4: Yeah, so uh, on Monday, three players uh, were in the gym. Uh, Vlatko was one of them. And then uh, I know that there were two very prominent players uh, who were also in the gym. We'll just leave it at that. We'll call them prominent. And um, <laughs> uh, what did you say? <laughs> I said I love this detail. Prominent. I mean, I mean uh, like there were two other starters that were there. I, I don't know if I'm at liberty to say who, but there were two other starters.
1: I I mean, everybody assumed it was Jokic. He's in town. He's in Denver. There's only a handful of them, I think. I mean, a lot of people went, I, I know, have gone back to their own respective areas or whatever. Also,
2: there's assumption. also literally – Not a
4: bad assumption. Yeah. <laughs> there's,
2: there's also literally only a handful of starters, so.
4: <laughs> Again, another <laughs> part of
2: You're killing it here. So. Um, the, other thing is, the,
4: the other thing is, I think uh, Michael Porter Jr., I think, is back in town, too. So, you know, I don't know if he's using the gym. I would assume he has a gym at their disposal at his disposal. The funny thing is, like, we're never going to know how many guys really were in the gym working out. But I mean, let's say there's about 10% of the league actually has a court in their place. I bet you 80%, 80 85 to 90% have been in the gym to some capacity. We're not going to know about it, and we're just going to have to accept that. Like, someone told me that Giannis has been very vocal, that he hasn't touched a basketball. Are we, like, are we really supposed to believe that? Like, I don't know. Yeah, that's
0: just on Giannis at some point. Like, come on, man. Do then some other
2: guys, guys are, are. <laughs>
4: yeah,
2: yeah. like, man, touch a basketball. Would you please? Would you just touch a basketball? <laughs> yeah, you
4: don't even need to shoot it or dribble it, just touch it. Just touch um, it.
1: Like, come on. This a sweet comment here Jerry Krause would be proud. Oh my of wow, sweet. shout wow. out last
3: wow. dance. LeBron had like a court built on the moon and he's just been there training for two
2: months. <laughs> no, yeah. he's more than an he's more than an athlete. He's also an he
4: reenacted Also an astronaut. Space jam
2: set. <laughs> right.
4: they, they rebuilt the space jam set to accommodate the
2: <laughs> run. Yeah, this time actually starring space. That would be a much better film, I think.
1: Right. <laughs> who in your opinion, Mike, who do you think most sort of can benefit and not that anybody can benefit but can maybe turn something positive out of this moment like being able to be in there these are one-on-one workout one-on-zero workouts right they're not allowed to work out together coaching staff, i understand can be there observing but there's like all these rules about how they can do it but is there anybody you think that can can benefit from from these moments to either personally or 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 you know get more minutes or whatever
4: are we talking nuggets or or, yes. or nba wide
1: no nuggets
4: nuggets specifically i mean like again, I think that a lot of the guys have had access. I mean, and they've been posting stuff on Instagram. Like you've seen Jamal post stuff on Instagram. He's been in the gym to some capacity. Um, Torrey Craig's been in the gym to some capacity. Monte is all over it. Um, so I, I real the really interesting part to me is how many guys are in market that are actually reticent to use to 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 use sort of uh, the facilities. Because, yeah, yeah. you know, they have access all the time to any gym. And at this point, they're like, yeah, there's a lot of hoops that you got to jump through. I mean, I've seen the protocol. It is is, I'm exhausting. Yeah. You, you, you have to walk in by yourself. You immediately have to get a temperature check. They have equipment that uh, it has your name on it. And you're not allowed to use anybody else's. Um, there has to be 12 feet apart. Uh, Then they have to disinfect everything as soon as you use it. And, you know, one coach, one player, one basket. And basically the Nuggets have had such like lukewarm um, response to this that they haven't been open every week or every day this week. Mm. And I don't think they're going to be until guys start matriculating back into Denver and start using it. But, again, a lot of guys have access to gyms. So I wish I could give you one, maybe Vlatko, just because he's been sitting there twiddling his thumbs playing video games. but. (laughs)
1: But <laughs> well, we also know Vlatko, when he came over and did Summer League two years ago, he looked one way, and then all of a sudden, he just got jacked and looked <laughs> ripped as can be. And I remember thinking, like, being here with the coaching staff must have been the best thing ever for him, because he, he really just seemed to, like, embrace that part of it. And I wonder if the same is true now, if just... He what else can you do right now? You can get some shots up, you can do probably some like you know, skill work or whatever, but you definitely can work out. And I'm sure it's easy to have guys doing certain like um conditioning drills. So I wonder if he is a guy that like is turning himself his body into the best possible version of it.
4: I mean, is it an optimal version or is that just his only option now? Is he just gonna be jacked and then he has to figure out if that works? (laughs) He's gonna (laughs) come back with too much muscle, like uh,
2: (laughs) he's gonna come back with his baseball body. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna come back looking, looking at I don't
1: think that can
0: Some, something I thought was really interesting though, the Miami Heat opened their facility today, and I saw a tweet from Ramona Shelburne that said like eleven or twelve players from the Heat worked out at their practice facility today, the wow. day it opened. So either they stayed in market. I mean, maybe Miami's <laughs> probably just a better city to stay in if you don't have anything to do than Denver. Um, But maybe they also came back from uh, wherever they were because it was open. I just thought it was an interesting contrast because with, uh, you know, Nuggets players there throughout the country, they have access to gyms. Why would I come back to Denver and jump through all those hoops if I can just keep working out like I have elsewhere? So I just thought it was interesting contrast.
2: Maybe, although maybe the Heat are all back because Jimmy Butler has threatened all of them if they don't. Though.
4: Yeah, it's Jimmy Butler.
1: Whip. <laughs> yeah, bring it back to <laughs> you were in Chicago for the Jimmy Butler era, weren't you?
4: I was. Yeah. What? what,
1: what I know this is like a total aside because we brought him up, but I'm just curious, like, uh, what your thoughts were from covering him and and maybe there's some misconception because one of the, one of the things people say about him is he's a complete
4: and total jerk. There's no misconception. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I'll never forget. He, I'll never forget. He, he said to me, he was like, he was just like, I was asking him about it. I think he was in contention for a uh, most improved player of the year. And he was like, I'm just a kid from Tomball, Texas. And like, his head couldn't even fit inside the locker room stall. The fact that he was saying that, like, I'm just, he was trying to like lower himself while elevate himself. And I was like, dude, like, come on now. And not to mention, I had covered Marquette basketball before that, where he came from. And he was sort of revered at Marquette as well. So I kind of had seen his trajectory and, you know, a lot to his credit. He worked himself up, held himself up from a 30th pick to an invaluable player, a max guy for the heat and a guy who really sets the tone. But, like, the amount of egos in the Bulls locker room, I mean, like, it was enough to – Fred Hoiberg, his head exploded. He could not handle – he couldn't handle Rose, uh, Joakim Noah, Taj Gibson, um, and then they throw in D-Wade and and Rondo. Like, Hoiberg had no chance. (laughs) It was hilarious.
1: In hindsight, you really did have no chance. (laughs) (laughs) The ultimate college coach, too, because he was the, like, hero – Right, he's the mayor of Ames, like he's right. in, he, he's worshiped to then going to a place where like seven players on the team can tell you no to anything.
4: <laughs> well, <laughs> it was have, crazy.
1: Not the main, there was
4: like, sorry, there, there was like an established identity, like from the Tibbs era, there and. Hoiberg had no chance. Imagine how difficult that is to go into a rookie locker room. I mean, John beline got run over by basically a rookie locker room with the Cavs this year, yeah. and so you look yeah. at what Hoiberg had to deal with. It was damn near impossible what what he was asked to do, and that was that. I mean, that was definitely a stain on uh, on Gar Foreman. That was his handpicked guy. He was like, he's going to replace Tibbs. He's you know got the vision. Uh, the funny thing is, I think. Uh, Gar was actually renting – or no, no. Fred Hoiberg was renting Gar's house in Chicago. Like it was already preordained. Uh, it's, yeah, it's it's a
0: weird. situation, huh?
2: Yeah. Like, is it was it, crazy. Is it is it more my issue or his issue that I can't not laugh every time I hear his first name Gar? Gar. Did, like, yeah. How is that a name?
4: Gar? Yeah. Gar <laughs> is – it's like the guy from Dodgeball. Like Gar yeah. –
2: Okay, I'm glad it's not just me. You, all right,
1: I like continue. that we all have our it's little issue. corners uh, <laughs> insert into the conversation. And- <laughs> you know what name sounds funny? You, know just, you, even, well,
2: you, you. Haven't, you haven't realized the dynamic on the show that you have cultivated. <laughs> you guys say things that are informed and I say things that are dumb and then you react to them and then that's how that we move
4: <laughs> yeah. It's a good, it's a good yin yang. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. I agree. I couldn't agree more. In fact, I got to pour one out for the the mayor of Ames because Hoiberg was my pick for Denver Nuggets. So I like Gar Forman was all in on that. And it probably would have been a complete
4: total disaster. <laughs> yeah. I, I can't. I mean, this dude was so bland. I cannot. He was milk toast. If like, uh, I mean, milk toast with with skim milk poured on it. It was so. <laughs> bad and like frustrating to be around like after dealing with the Tibbs era who like barely said anything but at least you knew that there was a lot of emotion there i'm not sure fred had that capacity he was like a four to a six all the time
1: well i like that um it kind of provides a nice segue because i think michael malone is far from that he's extremely interesting um and so when we get back we're going to talk about just your experience here in denver you're kind of a you're a transplant you're new to denver you've only been here a couple years so a bunch of questions about your experience here, but first, Harrison Wind, take it away. Something that's not bland at all is, guys, the food <laughs> from the Breck
0: Farmhouse. Nice. Oh, it's good to have you back. It's, it's good, good to have you back. Oh my uh, god!
2: Wow. I'm, a, I'm, I'm relieved and sold. I'm going to order a yeah. breakfast uh, right now.
0: <laughs> yeah, if you guys are looking for dinner or lunch one of these days, hit up the breakfast Farmhouse. Whatever you want to eat. I mean, look at those. Do we decide those are meatballs or what? I don't we didn't think make we it. Quick. I, did, I
2: say fritters. I still say fritters.
0: They can I, don't be fritters. I, can fritters? I can guarantee you they're good. Guarantee they're good. <laughs> 303-803-1380. Open from 12 to 8 for pickup. You can also get delivered as well. Also, guys, now that it is the quarantine, we got some time on our hands. This is a great time to maybe go back to school, take some classes. Uh, Metro State Online has tons of class offerings.
3: Go Roadrunners.
0: Every single subject, business, communications, graphic design, and you can come take D-Line's job maybe Bring one it. day. Bring it. It's not <laughs> that hard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but MSU Denver Online, you can browse their whole course catalog, 700 different courses they offer. Um, you can go back to school. Or you can continue your education if you're looking to get a second degree or whatnot. Um, if you've never gone to college, MSU Denver Online is a great option as well. Uh, so, yeah, be sure to check them out. Shouts to Metro. I never
2: I never really appreciated Harrison's ad reads until well, yesterday, till you till you put that 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 shoe on the other on the other foot. <laughs> I wasn't
0: on the last night's show just so I could make you do the ad reads. Yeah, good. it was
2: it was a bad situation. It I, I bad. think <laughs> I think people may have dropped out of MSU online during my ad reads. <laughs> sunshine yellow, Joseph. Sunshine yellow. I'm just over this. Yeah, sunshine yellow, bro. No, yeah, that's
1: right. <laughs> um, all right, so Mike, I want to kind of rewind now to two years ago when you arrived here on the scene um well first of all why denver what made you sort of take this job or pick this job um and then what did you know about the city and about the team when you were when you were coming there
4: well let's be honest i did not have my pick of jobs so this was a uh that's the life of the beat though right i mean that's a lot of yeah, you, you know, I, I had been with USA Today, I was living in Chicago, i had been with USA Today for four years, and I had spent the last two years as our as our national NBA editor. So, um, you know, I, it was so cool to see behind stories. And I worked with Sam Amick and, and Jeff Silgan. I worked hand in hand. I mean, Sam called me seven times a day. Like, it, it was excessive. Um, and, and so like, it was so awesome to see behind the scenes and and really get to network with them and talk to them and, uh, stuff kind of hit the fan at USA today for, for a number of reasons for me and for others. And so I looked around, I was like, listen, am I going to be, you know, behind the scenes for my career? Is that what I envision? Is that the goal? And what I really wanted to do was I wanted to push myself and try to do something that I hadn't. I mean, I had been around Bulls media. I'd been around Cavs media before, but I had never been, you know, sort of one of the primary people trying to ask a lot of questions and really writing every day about it. I mean, I'd had various aggregator jobs, you know, like we talked yeah. about in Chicago. And um, and I and I wrote a lot with USA Today, um, you know, for, for our website. But like, I was never entirely dedicated to one team. And I kind of really did want to sink my teeth into uh, one NBA team, especially after I had a little taste, like I said in 2012, uh, covering Marquette, wh- where I was their beat writer and I got to travel a little bit. So, um, I-, I mean, the job came open. Uh, I leaned on I leaned on Sam and Jeff for job recommendations and references, and I was like, "Please call these guys, please." And you know, something gave, and and Denver was definitely. Um, one of the places I, I would consider just up and moving to, and it was not an easy decision. I had just moved in with my now fiance at that point, um, and it just looked like too good an opportunity. And everyone who I canvassed was like, if it's available and they're offering you the job, you need to jump if you really want to try. And so, you know, that was it. I, I can't say I knew the book on, on the Nuggets at that point, but, but I, I tried to read it.
1: So the Nuggets <laughs> were just a team more of yeah, a it the job it was but the, the, the nuggets
4: part of it was just like well let's, let's see i mean certainly they were an interesting team like sure. i had i had followed Jokic, i had seen jamal murray's ascension um certainly they weren't a team that i, I was going to just know that i was gonna be covering the lottery year in and right. year out they weren't a stuns they weren't a grizzlies team like it wasn't a yeah. complete no-name place <laughs> and why are you a Suns or a Grizzlies fan?
2: No, it's screw those teams. Who wants that <laughs> <us? laughs> <laughs>
4: team that's like worse than us from yeah.
2: Yeah, I just like to hear that other people are like. Yeah, when you start just listing off like crummy teams, we're out somehow now out of that tier. Yeah, we're
4: above them. We're like the tenth worst. <laughs> <of them. laughs> like, let's just let let's be clear. Like, it was obvious that the Nuggets' window was opening, and, yeah. and I thought it was going to be very fun to be a part of that. Um you know, what, what stat did we keep here that they were like one of the youngest teams ever in the playoffs last year? Oh, yeah. um, and it was fun to be around two years ago when I came, I was like, all right, this, I'm going to develop, I'm going to grow. This team is going to develop and grow. Maybe Malone doesn't hate me to the point where we'll develop a, a rapport and a relationship. So like th- that was sort of the intrigue. I knew that it was kind of an under, like, I knew that the team hadn't peaked yet. And that was another, um, you know, that was another selling point. The, the fact that I could, you know, conceivably grow with this team. And so it, it kind of just was sort of a perfect marriage. And, you know, since everybody seems to be a transplant here, I had some friends here already um, and, and I just jumped and I, I didn't really think too much about it. I was like, Let, let's, let's give it a shot.
1: What's been the biggest surprise about being here in Denver? Uh, as really it pertains, yeah.
4: As it pertains to the Nuggets.
1: As from the city just 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 being here in denver
4: um i mean i have to be honest i was so jaded with chicago's weather like i i was so pissed there were winters where i was like mad like if if i can take a a quick uh detour it they the in chicago one winter it was called like the polar vortex it was so cold in the during the polar vortex i kid you not (laughs) that the polar bear at the zoo went inside. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, this isn't this isn't good for humans. Like no, no. if it's not good for polar bears, it's not good for humans. And you know, that was another selling point that the 300 days of sunshine. And so, I, and like I said, I had a lot of friends here. I, I'd been in Chicago for six years. I was just ready to, to try something new. And in terms of, um, here's what in terms of surprise, I was expecting a more um, a, a more longstanding nuggets fa- uh, fanship fan oh, yeah. Um, yeah. ordeal. and I was, I was a little surprised how, how I mean, obviously it's a transient city, but I was a little surprised how uh, f- I don't know what the right word is. like sometimes lukewarm, but if they're good, then it's it's a little bit warmer, they're simmering. Yeah, so yeah. I, was, you, I was curious to learn about that aspect.
2: Are you are you, are you picking up on uh, the dynamic that exists in Denver, Colorado, where we are a mid-level city as far as population is concerned, but we have all four major sports teams. And then we also have an MLS team. We just love sports, but they just, the, the the attention just sort of goes to whatever deserves it. You
4: know. Yeah, it's uh, it, yeah, it, it's interesting. It's a little bit fleeting, and and I get it. You know, people go to the mountains; they move here to go to the mountains in the winter time. But fortunately, one of the things that was appealing was I thought the Nuggets were on the ascent, um, and I really thought they were going to be a team that could really engender a lot of goodwill. And it, it seems, I mean, you know, given we've had two months of way too much time with nothing to do. We've all been digging into the history and sort of looking at the nuggets. This has the potential to be one of their best stretches uh, in, in their franchise history. And, and if that doesn't warrant excitement, then it's not that good of a sports town. This should warrant a ton of excitement given where they are.
1: I think I'm going to push back on this one thing. I think oh, yeah. it is absolutely a fair weather fan city. But when the teams are good, the fans are good. I oh, mean, yeah. were we were rewatching the 2009 playoff. Phenomenal atmosphere i mean even relative to other cities it was a very you know i think i think they show out it's just they always show out when they feel like well,
2: yeah that's at- the thing but that's the thing is that like we have really good sports fans but they don't always connect themselves to one team unless it's the broncos but the they, but they've connected themselves to the broncos because they're always good right so yeah. if the yeah if the city feels like the team is worth their time like they'll absolutely get into it put their back into it baby but But there's a lack
3: of like even in the in the rough years i mean there are franchises in places like chicago and cleveland that have built an identity around this right like we're the lovable losers or there's this curse and like the nuggets have been kind of always stuck in this limbo of like you know what i mean there's they don't get that national thing but even locally people don't it's not cute to be a Nuggets fan, you know but, what I mean? Or well, the
2: difference, is, yeah, the difference between Chicago and Cleveland is like Cleveland only has a couple sports teams, right? So you can go India. You got Indians, Cavaliers. Uh, what else do you have, Mike? Browns. Browns. No, I mean,
1: you that's get, at like, the Browns are number one, aren't they? I was oh, yeah. to learn this at the Browns.
2: I could say have three of the top four, um, but and then also Chicago has a lot, lot, lot more people. Right. So um, you know, it's like, it, but you're right. I mean, there's not like. Died in the wool Nuggets fans like that. It, it's already. also not
4: fair because I'm I'm comparing it like I came of age with LeBron and, and those Cavs teams yeah. like and, and and that was an insane time to to yeah. grow up around basketball and to be eyes wide open like it was so much fun. This dude like grabbed a hold of of the Browns top spot in the hierarchy and ripped the Browns down right. and that's hard to do. Cleveland is a football town. And oh, we did
2: it several times.
4: What do you say? Elway <laughs> LA did.
2: Elway had no problem doing that several times.
4: Ouch! <laughs> yeah. No, um, no. And so I came of age with, with you know with LeBron and those Cavs teams, and then um, in Chicago I was around when Derrick Rose was on the ascent, and when he you know won his MVP in 2011. So like, you know, it was I, I've seen two teams and two franchises when there's been a ton of excitement around it. Fred Hoiberg notwithstanding, but. um, <laughs> just sort of, I've seen there be a lot of excitement and a lot of deep playoff runs, and man, it was so much fun those those Cavs and Bulls playoff series when they were going back. I think they just replayed some of the the game winners on ESPN, and it was just like, that's what I'm 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 used to used to being around. So I'm not going to say I had any expectation that the Nuggets were going to make Western Conference Finals runs, but I thought that the potential was there, and so. Maybe it just takes a string of consistent winners of right. sustained building. And, and so people can really hang their head on this team and, and really get excited about them. And it's so cool that Jokic is a unique superstar that, you know, it doesn't, I feel like Nuggets fans love the idea that he's like a, a quote unquote weird superstar or, mm-hmm. or like one of those unicorn superstars.
1: Oh yeah. So one I, of I the it, is Mike, that the, there's, The gaps between good eras has been long enough to lose people. Like if you're bad for two years, you can overcome that. If you're bad for 10, like the Nuggets were from 94 to 2004, that's really tough. That's a whole, you get a whole group of people that just completely tune them out and never come back. And this kind of brings me to your article last week, talking to Alex English, which is you get players that have played here and you get guys that were fans of that Nuggets team. But they just don't seem to be the same people that are the fans of the mellow era and the same fans are the fans of the Yoka chair. It's almost like that's three different circles right. of people in, in in Colorado. I mean, that's more or less the impression you got speaking to Alex English, is it not?
4: Yeah, that, that was eye-opening to me. Um, you know, and I'll give you credit because you actually asked the question that sort of, you know, piqued my interest in that um how two years ago, but when, when Alex is saying things like, it's like if you rewrote Microsoft and Apple's history um, without Bill Gates or Steve Jobs, and then he says the, the thing about, uh, you know, or Dave Thomas at Dave Wendy's. Thomas. Can we stop here real
1: quick? Hold <laughs> here, here's the thing. So I'm 36. I know you guys are older than me. You, the rest of you guys are children. No, but Dave Thomas is not part of like you don't think of Dave Thomas, <laughs> Eric, don't you? Because American geniuses. Yes. Oh, I am, no. I'm telling you. In high school, I watched a documentary on Dave Thomas. That's like because he was like uh, well, I'm in an a world, world of icon of america
2: in a world of round burgers he you know he brought
1: a square one like i laughed at that reference because it was such a reference for people like old you know old people
4: 100 percent. it was it was like we'd get off my lawn and let me age myself right now and i was like okay alex whatever you want to do um but it, it, it was it was damning to me in my opinion when when he's saying that he was fighting for recognition amongst the franchise he's a hall of famer arguably their best player ever and he's fighting for recognition and he felt disconnected um to the point where he's saying things like it's like if you look at the Celtics and you know they wrote out Larry Bird and and, and Robert Parrish and Kevin McHale from their history and you know it, it's not hard to see if if the Nuggets were to invest and make sure that draw a a trajectory, a line from those eighties teams to now, maybe you would have a more sustained fan base, but there's been a little bit of neglect and um, you know, credit to Lisa Johnson. I'm sure you guys all know Lisa, like she recognized it, reached out. She had maintained a friendship. She's in her 39th season with the Nuggets. She reached out and, you know, made sure that they felt a part uh, of the organization because Alex kept saying like, you know, it's not just you can't look at this team in a vacuum they are who they are because of who came before them um and you know credit to to tim connelly and josh kronke they were the ones who spearheaded that and gave lisa sort of the wings to go and pursue that and reach out and really connect the dots to their history and you know it's never it's 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 a pretty terrible look if you have your best player you know creating a divide between you and the current nuggets like I mean, the coolest thing to me was when I was talking to him and I asked him about this year's Nuggets and, and last year's Nuggets, he started using the pronoun we. He was like, yeah. we, oh, had really yeah. yeah. we had a really good chance. We had a really good chance this year. I like lo- I like I where, where we're at this year. And I just thought that was a fascinating thing. Like, had Lisa not reached out and made sure and taken them for the 50th anniversary, does he say we? Does he feel a part of it? Yeah. Look at Something things. must have changed because – like. <laughs>
0: When I first started covering the team, like 2016, that stuff did not happen. It was almost like the Nuggets were – I don't know if ashamed is the right word, but just did not want to recognize their history. And like when we do compare them to these other franchises, yeah, they don't have the history of a Celtics or a Bulls or anything close to that. But you would think that they have this top 50 player at mm-hmm. Alex English. They had some great teams – Back in the, they would want to recognize those guys as much as they can because they don't have that.
1: I think David Thompson is where they really drop the ball because he's one of the most interesting players. If you talk about that era of like seventies basketball, that's kind of like foggy anyway. David Thompson's an icon. Like he's sort of a Michael Jordan for Michael Jordan. I feel like the. He's Michael Jordan's favorite player. Yeah. <laughs> you should, you should like, come on. Ask, like people to aim, name old nuggets. I don't even know if David Thompson would be one of the names they, they, they throw out there. No, I think that's, that's a little crazy.
2: Yeah. I'll tell you, like when I was in junior high, the nuggets were so terrible that, if yeah, you we were if you were to wear their gear, like you were like kind of a loser. Like people yeah. were
1: like, people like look down on you. And They almost broke the record for worst. Uh yeah. was it 99 or 2000? It, they almost set the record for the fewest wins. So 97-98, yeah.
4: wasn't it? Hanslick wasn't he the coach? Uh right.
1: for fewest yeah, wins,
4: well.
1: yeah. You know funny is I remember the like nine news report of Hanslick cleaning out his desk. <laughs> <laughs> It's like Handbook is around, and it's kind of funny that he and I love hands. You know, the, this is nothing against him, but it is funny that him, Dan Issel, like those are some of the through lines through it. But those aren't the type of guys that are through lines that are going to be like, oh yeah, the kids just love themselves some Dan Issel and, and come on.
4: What, I mean, how cool would it be to have a statue of Matumbo wagging his finger outside Mutombo. the Pepsi Center? It would be or, have but you been in that? that?
2: But Matumbo like that's the problem is that it's um Matumbo spent most of his career away from Denver.
1: Yeah and he didn't and like there was like a building up of that era that he left. Yeah it just left blame him but it, <laughs> yeah but totally There are it just that don't didn't end on great terms. But there are a lot
3: of things you can do. You don't need to win a title right to build statues and to have
4: yeah. paintings
1: in the
3: hallway and like you know Mike I'm sure you can agree with this coming into Denver I didn't feel plugged into any of this into the oh, timeline yeah. of that history and the culture, you know, and and it, everything feels so like, like it's just kind of sitting there. And, and so there are things you can do. Um, I don't know, like, I don't think you have to win a title for me to walk into your arena and feel like, oh, yeah, this is the place the Nuggets call home, you know,
4: I mean, so listen, I was thinking about it in regards to the Cavs, the Cavs celebrated Mark Price and Brad Doherty and Ron <laughs> Harper before they won anything. Like yeah. they were still celebrated, and they brought those guys back. Um, so, like the the point I wanted to make is, it, it, who cares if you win a title or not? There are a bunch of franchises that didn't win titles, you know, wh- when their best player was there. There is still tradition that is there to be celebrated, um, whether you win or not. Like you know the the Thompsons, the Englishes, uh, mm-hmm. Issel. Um, you know, I-, I actually talked to um it's funny because we've had so much time and, and this has allowed me to really tap into some of those older teams. And I've just been calling guys left and right. I talked to Lafonso Ellis today, I talked to Dan Issel yesterday. Like I'm trying to really understand that era um, because we have time to, and because I feel like it deserves its due. Um, so, you know, I'm, I really do feel an obligation. One, one thing I heard um which was really cool from a guy who I respect a lot in Chicago. His name was Casey jo- Casey Johnson. He used to work for the Chicago Tribune. He said he felt like it was his responsibility to chronicle and to be the the, the bearer of history. And yeah. you know, listen, I'm in my second season on the team. I don't. I'm not putting that on my shoulders, but like, <laughs> I do feel like it's important, especially if that history has been neglected, to address it.
2: Yeah. A lot of this has to do with the ownership and management more so than it does the city of Denver. Like <clears throat> yeah. the thing is, is like, I mean, we had like, it was, it was, it was pretty bad for a while. Like they didn't have a great relationship with the city. They, they're sort of like, you, you see it. Um, and we talk about uniforms all the time, but you sort of see like where the Nuggets head was when they just completely tear up things that they had that were heritage based. And they start over like, Oh, we're baby blue now. Uh, we're not, And they just like change things to try and get people interested rather than talk about, yeah, they've been here for a long time, a very long time. And you're right. Like you wouldn't know it necessarily, but that's the nice thing is that I have seen that personally change over the last, however many years, like, as you say, like credit to Josh Cronkey, credit to Tim Conley. Like, you know, they're finally retiring numbers for like <laughs> right. 40, 40 years later or whatever, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's 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 like kind of awkward and weird. But it, like, at least you get the that. The top off- one was
1: really it's- weird because wasn't it right after Atlanta had done yeah, like it? Yeah, just like weird. immediately following. I was like, well, you know what? We're going to do that too. Yeah. Um, if you put, you've said this before, Eric, but if you put the seventies, eighties, nineties, two thousands, and current jerseys side by side, and just took out the Denver part. You would have no idea that was the yeah, same team. You'd be like,
4: this is five different teams.
2: Yeah, they, 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 they basically know. just resent. They're like, just like starting over, basically. Well,
4: they did their market research, and they found out the kids felt like losers when they would rock the, the,
2: the, the threads. <laughs> yeah. So. Right. They, they yeah, I was on a conference call with them. People um,
1: more, weren't more <laughs> running from who they are rather than just being like, you know what? Our past is part of us, and we're going to be better. But the one thing, and we could move on to the next thing, but the one thing about embracing the past, when I think Denver Nuggets, I think ABA – and I think weird in a good way, like good, weird. For and that's, sure. the part, that's the part of the heritage that I feel like could really be tapped in on uh, into is first of all, the name is the Nuggets. It's so it's one of the more unique names in all of sports because it's mm. just like an abstract, oh. and not a tough thing or whatever. But mm. to me, the ABA part of it, and Doug Mo embodied this just like. This is why I think Denver Stiffs as a name for a site was so endearing to people as it's like leaning into the weirdness of the Denver Nuggets. It's like, yeah, this is the weird NBA team.
4: For you sure. Know? That's there's where a, I would go. Th- no, there's a lot to be celebrated. I mean, the Doug Moe era. People have, have told me recently, like, Doug Mo basketball is essentially D'Antoni basketball and the Warriors basketball and small ball. And, you, you know, I, I didn't realize until – I am ashamed to admit not long ago that Dan Tony coached the Nuggets. I didn't realize yeah. that.
2: Yeah. And Larry Brown did know.
4: too. Uh, I knew that. I knew <laughs> that. <laughs> yeah, they have a thread through UNC. There's a weird sect of Chapel <laughs> Hill that loves the Nuggets. It's it's very odd.
1: <laughs> Ty Lawson, I think, killed that. that was yeah. really <laughs> for, for me. Never, he did. Yeah. We're never going back. All right, Harrison. Um, let's take a let's take another break. Um when we come back though, we're gonna play some games. If you're in the chat. Go ahead and hop in if you want to play the steps, even a repeat contestant. Otherwise, Mike's gonna have to do it alone. Yeah, like Mike. I <laughs> step, step back up, you losers. You well, know, we got some reads to get
0: to, but I think it's time for our uh, DraftKings pick of the week, guys. Oh, wow! Ooh. Well, there's so good. much to choose from. <laughs> yeah, so we've been tapping into the KBO, of course, and we're like, of course. One of does.
3: oh no.
1: Oh, no, Eric, you're getting caught back up from
2: the bullpen. Oh, no. Well, I it, the, I, During the pick of the week, oh, boy, this is... Uh, uh. Here, you just go into the read, and then we'll
3: do pick of the week with Harrison. On the I uh,
2: I don't have the read-up. I don't have access to I it. I can't believe we lost <laughs> right, it
1: right at the moment that we needed him.
3: All right, hang on. Let me see what I can do Actually, here. you
1: know what? Uh, Mike, why don't you go ahead and take us, what's your pick of the week in the KBO this week? The Korean
4: Baseball League. Oh, the only team i've kind of
2: seen are the dinos are yeah the dinos the team? <laughs> yes. that's, our, that's our team too no don't say uh, this this is a dinos leaning uh show i unfortunately swore my allegiance to the samsung lions and exactly. wow, wow wow is that a bad choice but now so now i'm a long-suffering lions fan i think that we've won two games this season was
1: it, it Santa, was the-
2: that the draw Do you remember the old, the old uh song? well if you'll remember got- i like i i Declared my allegiance to like three teams immediately, and then Patrick, like without even breathing, like pointed out that they were in different leagues that not available for I'm for back, guys. Day. I'm back. I'm yeah. Back. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, I just I just moved down the list. I was like, Oh yeah, Samsung. I was like, what am I gonna cheer for the for Kia? Like, I'll cheer <laughs> for Samsung. Like,
1: <laughs> Kia makes an affordable, reliable car. I agree,
2: back. but that's nothing to cheer for. Samsung, baby. Go LG twins. <laughs> Get out of here, Ollie. Get <laughs>
1: All right, Harrison, are you ready? Uh, are you ready to? <laughs> All right, well, let's
0: do this. Let's let do this. Yeah, let's do this. Yeah. So we got the DraftKings pick of the week. I'm going with the uh, LG Twins. They're one and a half run favorite over the SK Wyverns. Do you guys know <laughs> what the wy- what a Wyvern is?
2: Is it? Who doesn't? Let's get. Let's, people, uh, let's go it's around an and old guess.
3: Wooden ship,
2: It's a dragon, actually. Wyvern
0: is <laughs> a yeah. dragon. So I'm going with the LG Twins, one and a half run favorite over the SK Wyverns. That game is tonight or uh, Thursday morning. So
1: get on that. I think the LG Twins are going for a three game sweep there. You threw this. You threw me a curveball because I thought we were doing the Dinos game and the KT Wiz Suwon game. And I had actually prepared notes on that game. give them to oh, us. Well, I, was, I was leaving the dinos for you. Oh, sweet. Okay. Then I am. Yeah. a Okay. So right <laughs> now, if you want to take gambling advice from me, and anybody that's been a kid to a casino with me knows this is very wise to do, you should always take <laughs> my gambling advice. Um, take the dinos, one and a half point favorite. Three games in a row now, they are sneaking out on last minute wins. They are on fire right now. Last minute. Also, their mascot is Wall Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> Adam, the baseball guy. No yeah, minutes. I, I in baseball. <laughs>
2: right, right, right. For At sure. The buzzer. At the for buzzer. Sure.
0: <laughs> so that's our DraftKings pick of the week for this week. I've got the LG Twins as a one and a half run favorite. Adams got the Dinos. So, F- cash out the lows, li- baby.
1: Cash the with lions. on KBO games is actually super fun. It make, it gives you something. It just makes you feel like sports aren't gone. Yeah. Also, guys, Strava Craft Coffee you
0: can purchase online for twenty yes. percent off. Using the code DNVR20, powering us through our uh, DNBA show every single night.
3: Uh, I get so mine for get free, that. not to flex, but get sent to my doorstep. <laughs> nice flex. nice yeah. flex,
2: yo. Strava rules. Like it not does. even an ad. If we can leave the ad for a moment. It's a fantastic product. I drink, it, I drink Are you guys for real drinking coffee right
4: now? 845, are oh, you all drinking yeah. coffee? This
2: is Strava I'm Crab coffee right I'm now.
1: I'm drinking coffee this day. I'm gonna be up for like six more hours.
2: But it's C B D infused, so you get the you get the mix of the delicious coffee flavor. It's uh bold and rich for those who appreciate it, and it's calming at the same point in time. You, and missed, you, you missed the biggest
3: pork, big pork. <laughs> <laughs> it, uh, it helps with your IBS. That's the real
4: lead. That's the real breadwinner there. Yeah, a lot
0: of help with that. Yeah.
4: Why don't you pair it? Why don't you pair it with like a Tums or something like that? A, a double buy.
3: Oh. Oh yeah, there you go. Just anything to help me pass IBS this
4: McDonald's leave.
3: and refried beans.
4: And Got finally, for uh, Wendy's. Wendy's, you know, you could always hit up Dave Thomas and Wendy's and see where it takes you. Run right you through go. me.
0: There you go. Uh, finally, finally, guys, we're covering the Colorado Raptors, of course, over on DNVR. Colton Strickler's got the DNVR Raptors podcast. And I've become like a huge rugby guy because we've been doing these DNVR watches on the weekends, watching old Raptors games. Rugby is an incredible sport. Like, did You guys hear are me? ridiculous athletes.
3: Did you hear me on the Raptors podcast, Harrison? Go check out that episode. We named no. the best. Uh, I did not, no. We did the best. Basketball players that would be good rugby players. Let
2: me guess who number one was. Uh,
3: would PJ it be Tucker
4: is number one. LeBron James. Tucker, did you,
2: where did LeBron
3: James land? LeBron in was in there. My first pick <laughs> actually though was for sevens, and I took Russell Westbrook.
1: Oh, oh yeah, man, yeah. he would be. Yeah, I could see that one. Check out that pod though; it's pretty good. Yeah, check I'm out that. Very pod. excited about that pod now. I have, <laughs> this is a fun yeah. topic. I yeah. want to steal it for uh, the. I'll shoot, you a link. I'll shoot you a <laughs> link. <laughs> Instead, um it. It, uh, oh wait oh, like, a
3: Oh god, what is that horrible Hold on, noise? Is, <laughs> is, that, is
1: that online with D Line? Is it oh it's, oh, it's, it's online. Online. Oh, my god.
4: online This segment's
1: back, jeez. <laughs> <laughs> Mike the, uh, part of the show where we just try to make Eric feel good, so we gave him his own own three. Okay, days. great. I'm
2: done. I gotta say also it hasn't worked so far. I feel like a little 33%. bit better about myself. Tonight's success. your That's night.
4: Right. Tonight's your night, Eric.
2: All right, so what's going on on the internet, guys? Have you been out there um, poking I around? this is Eric's intro every time. Also. It's the same <laughs> intro. The internet? What's maybe? going on on the internet? You know what, Harrison? I'm going to compile all of your intro into your ad reads. You're going to find some shocking similarities between them. <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost, so we've been talking about old mics. Previously, oh my God. Jordan. Right now, Tyson.
1: We... Were you guys Mike Tyson guys? I am oh, now.
2: Before my time, but
0: yes, I, mean, I, I would have been I
1: because of some of the others. Yeah, I don't, that's a weird question. I think, but uh, I know it's I not. Find, it. I find Mike Tyson to be incredibly fascinating. Jesus, he's, he's a, a poker poker fan. fan. I just saw the end. I'd not watched this all the way through. Watching the end of that, I just uh,
2: it, it chilled it me to it. my core. I to play just, it with. I officers. just want
3: to answer the question up top. Absolutely not. Oh my god, <laughs> I am. Name.
2: This is.
1: I'll turn it down here. Please turn the. Other. All right, come on. come on.
4: I think that's an absolute yes. I think I'm taking. Like, I'll get smoked for four hundred million dollars.
2: You would. You would get smoked by Mike Tyson. Mike Tyson, I find to be the most terrifying human being that's ever walked this earth. Hands down. <laughs> Hands down. Uh, he's also the most interesting human being if you've ever totally i mean right. i I know, I know why you you've steered clear of him in the past uh, Brendan. I know why you maybe not spiritually aligned yourself with him, but um like <laughs> if you like really dive into the psyche of mike tyson oh, yeah. it, it's uh, like he's one of the most interesting people no, he's anyway. fascinating he's
0: watching also this, one
1: of the scariest
0: too a, he is,
1: here's a question. could the five of us take Mike Tyson oh <laughs> <laughs> Is this the one of these? Guys, wants to fight us
2: all? <laughs> Who are you taking? Is this one of these questions know, where it's like, man. no, I, I'm going Tyson, uh, absolutely.
4: <laughs> I, I think we could do it, but but in terms of the most terrifying person on the planet, I'm still probably going with Strahinja Jokic. Oh,
2: um, man. <laughs> for for my, he might be able that. to take Mike Tyson
4: uh, know, along with us if we had Strahinia on our side.
2: Have you ever, yeah. watched, have you ever watched these old Mike Tyson bouts?
3: Yeah, of course. It's, it's messed up. It's like deeply it, like things yeah. that shouldn't move that
1: fast. <laughs> well, they like, like big, the toughest, biggest, baddest dudes on earth, and he's just like making them terrified.
2: Yeah, it's like it's like violent to a level that you didn't realize human beings were able to go. It's <laughs> terrifying. Anyway, uh, Mike Tyson yeah, still in the yeah, <laughs> news. <everyone. laughs> appreciate that. So, uh, what else is going on online these right. days, guys? So, this has been, <laughs> this has oh, been this referenced is a couple breath. times. So, like a, this is a Dr. Glauclone Flecklin says. That doesn't sound like a real doctor.
3: <laughs> I, yeah, not a real doctor. Uh,
2: like a thousand people have asked me about Jordan's eyes. He's not jaundiced. He has racial melanomas of the conjunctiva. <laughs> Benign flat patches of pigment around the edge of the cornea extremely common and darkly pigmented individuals more prominent with age hashtag the last day
4: yeah drinking too much can i say i had multiple people who were not basketball fans reach out to me and ask me why his eyes were so red and i finally saw another answer Our, our doctor here might be right but uh I, I, I heard from the director that it was because he's always smoking his cigar and, right, and that right. smoke. That's
2: what we assumed. That's what we assume, But then maybe maybe your eyes are not subject to the same rules as a uh, ceiling in a cheap motel. Where... We don't really fact check, though, on Online
3: with D-Line. I just want to – we have a police call – Show, no, no,
2: no. We we
3: actually, yeah,
2: we actually fact reject here. On,
1: uh, (laughs) I like that this guy is just this Twitter handle is Dr. Whatever, and we're all like, Oh, it's a doctor, (laughs) yeah,
2: that's all I needed. I I didn't, did you do a deep dive on Dr. Travis Heath? I don't know. Who do we know?
3: (laughs) That's true. I guess we never asked him.
2: So uh, what else is going online these days? That, <laughs> that one was not. Weird. Dude, shut <laughs> up, man. I hate so, hate um, the segment. So, this a, this Bleacher a, Report on nice. crack. So here was a trade proposed uh, by Bleacher Report that, that the Nuggets may or may not want to get in on. Mike, love to hear <laughs> your insight on this. Um, so that the Nuggets would receive uh, the. Object of all of our devotion and all of our affection, Kevin Love. Good start. Power forward Kevin Love, guard Colin Sexton, whose hair I, I've already rejected. I'm, I'm out on this trade already. And uh, forward Nasir Little. We give up Will Barton. Okay. Michael Porter Jr. What? Gary Harris. <laughs> <laughs> but we do finally get uh, our one true love, Kevin Love. Uh, what do you guys it's, think of this? It's
4: ridiculous. So, <laughs> there's, this there's is
0: something no that happens um, probably twice a year where people try to trade Kevin Love to
3: Denver. I yeah,
0: it's you. like got to happen two or three times a year. I Googled a,
3: it. Bleacher Report has published an article on Love to Denver every year since 2015. I've so. got
2: a follow-up tweet here from uh, Harrison Wind, uh, who it, during the 20 for 20, his 20 predictions <laughs> that we launched at the beginning of the year. Harrison, like uh, Nostradamus before him, said, prediction number four, the national media tries to trade Kevin Love to Denver again. <laughs> this was like so one good. of the
0: first predictions I thought of because it's just a stone-cold
3: loss yeah, every <laughs> single I, year. I wish that could be our DK Man, segment. Cause...
4: Like how old is Kevin Love now? Or is he like 31, 32-ish? And a question. How old is he? I'm going to look that up. Yeah,
1: Look we, it up. We're fact checking online with Dylan. I like That's
2: <laughs> how we reject
4: facts here. He's thirty-one we or thirty-two. Okay, thirty-one. Just, I,
2: I just want to leave this up. This is one of my more uh, the like, graphics He's on right the here. down.
4: He's on the downside. Who in what world is he coveted? Is he a guy who makes you better? Is he a good defender? Like I, I have no I love for Kevin Love.
2: No, I, but I mean, I'll you definitely give it. up. Michael Porter Jr. for him. I mean, that's that's <laughs> that <another>
1: question. Who <laughs> oh, wouldn't <it? laughs> want to send like white field players to Denver? Mm mm-hmm. I really think that's it. Just, that's it. He's so, a shooter. He's white. Yeah. yeah. He's kind of
0: like Jokic. Yeah. Once upon a time, the Nuggets almost did trade for Kevin. They Love, did
3: right? actually trade for Kevin Love. And then Kevin Pritchard changed his mind. <laughs> so just try cool. forever,
2: trying to recreate. Is there that anything trade. else online there, uh, Eric? Uh, yeah, there is, but you know, I'm getting a lot of static from this. Point. All right, you know, that was online God, with Dylan.
1: Getting better, Eric. Marcus now, and let's put him through the ringer. Oh, baby! I think waiting next. Marcus. What's happening? You're you're Marcus is muted. You're self muted, I
4: believe. There's a button at the bottom. Do we tell him to disable the box? Marcus, Marcus what's up, you, can brother? you hear me What's up, Marcus How are you guys Thanks for having yeah.
2: me
5: on Ooh man, well, You sound well, like well. you're from Denver <laughs> Oh not quite not quite
1: <laughs> <laughs> Where are you calling it, uh, from today
5: Marcus I'm um, part of the Melbourne-Denver-Stiffs community. Yeah! Oh.
1: yeah. Ah, I love that there's a whole community of, uh, of Mel- Melbourne. Did I say that right? Melbourne? <laughs> no, you did not.
2: Yeah, nope.
5: we, we, when, <laughs> we don't really finesse our uh, pronunciations that much. So yeah, Mel- Melbourne it would be how we say it. But like That's a lot good. of Americans go with the Melbourne.
1: Right. Yeah, that
2: was good. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh my God. <laughs>
1: That
2: was amazing. That was good. Can you do a full American accent?
1: Yep, your homies pop- are hopping in here. Were you at the watch party last last season?
5: I was at the watch party, yeah. Oh,
1: wow.
5: Very cool. Yeah. Yeah. It was rocking. That was such a cool day. Like, I remember, like, not many of my mates are Nuggets fans. Sure. Um, <laughs> I so can I was, imagine. I was, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I can relate So, now. <laughs> so I was heading in there, hey, like, on my own. Just got, And then I got into the city, because it was just at, like, some sports bar in the city. i got in there and i was like i saw like a couple of gallo jerseys like that the yellow they had a few years ago it was like gallo and kenneth free oh
0: yeah Um, yeah. and then i walked in
5: i found i found the place and everyone was like super friendly having a good time and then uh it i think the loudest point was when swaggy Peace hit like two or three threes like yeah. late in the first half, a
0: glorious moment. You know what? That I, I, I that, that I might have realized. also been the loudest point at Pepsi Center all of last year. <laughs> I was going
2: <gonna> <laughs> to say, I can't believe I forgot that we had a statue-worthy
1: moment uh for that outside was of Pepsi
5: <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it was pretty and wild. Then and then I actually, uh, I traveled to. Watched,
1: there was an Australian Nuggets watch party with Swaggy P being the the key <laughs> moment. What a, what a <laughs> collection of Madlibs. <laughs>
5: pretty great. Yeah, and then I traveled to Denver uh, in November, so I saw a couple of Nuggets games live. Yeah, yeah. So I saw the the Washington game like just before Thanksgiving. Yeah, um, was a blowout. And then I was in Dallas for the Jokic game winner.
4: Nice. Yeah, oh, yeah. wow. That was so, honestly, that was one of the best games of the year. It had a playoff feel to it that, no that night. It was, that was awesome.
5: It was such a good game because, like, you know, it was pretty close the whole way through. There were no like blowout leads and. Yeah, it was just a really good experience. I Remember, like those Dallas games. Those Dallas. Jeremy Cowboys. Grant.
4: Jeremy Grant blocked Luca twice on one play in that game. It was unbelievable. Oh,
5: yeah. yeah, he did.
1: What What was your impression of Pepsi Center and just you know NBA atmosphere in general?
5: Um, oh well, Pepsi Center was a bit frustrating. The security because like you know obviously it's a new experience for me and we my, my friend and I were trying to get down to the lower levels just to like take a few photos and stuff. And uh,
2: to your criminal. Security,
5: yeah, the security didn't really like that. We had to go <laughs> to like three or four different aisles before someone eventually let us down for like two minutes to take some photos. <laughs>
2: um,
5: but that day was actually like, there was a huge snowstorm that day. So uh, there yeah. wasn't a huge crowd there. And obviously Washington's not a huge drawing team either.
1: Yeah. But
5: hmm. um, yeah, no, it was we, still it was the... really good experience Are you
1: familiar with how the, the steps work?
5: Very familiar, yeah.
1: I love Marcus. (laughs) Yeah, I do too.
5: (laughs) Um, Appreciate it. So you have
1: Mike Singer here available to help you. Um, Let's do this, Mike. He is
2: um, – <laughs> I, I, I hope Marcus wins a sticker pack, and it costs us like thirty dollars to stick. Yeah, yeah. Dude, <laughs> it's
4: almost paid for. <laughs> <win those laughs> What's right? the heaviest prize he can win? I want him to win the
1: heaviest prize. <laughs> 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 the DNVR fifteen questions. Nobody's gotten close. Actually, actually, That's was- not true. Oh, we got, we got, got, got right on the doorstep. Yeah. yeah. All right. Without further ado, let's do uh, it, <clears throat> was- my favorite part of the night. <laughs> <laughs> you can just go on autopilot. Question number one. Actually, these are Brendan's questions.
5: Oh baby, oh
1: boy! Who did the Denver Nuggets lose to in the infamous Game 82?
5: Uh, Minnesota Timberwolves.
1: That is correct. That's even a repeat question. That you got it. Right. You thought you could trip up Marcus
2: on question one? Please. Yeah. No, I, I was
1: trying not to trip up Marcus. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, that actually makes a lot of sense. Appreciate that, Brendan. Yeah, what you. three players did the Denver Nuggets send to the to the Minnesota Timberwolves at this year's trade deadline?
5: Uh, Wancho, Malik, and Jared Vanderbilt. Killed it.
1: No hesitation. Absolutely right. Number three. Which Timber Nuggets player attended Iowa State for four years? Oh, this is a Monte. tough question. It's like Monte universities, Mars. which like really, like I don't get I it. I think you said
5: it. You get it? You got it. Yeah, Monte.
0: Hey, you
1: got there it.
5: You go. uh, number
3: four. Unbelievable. Unbelievable.
5: Oh, this wow, is-
3: These are good questions.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel a little phoned in, if I'm being honest. Which current Denver Nuggets player has a FIBA World Cup gold medal? Ooh.
5: Ooh, current player.
0: This is tough. This is tough. Ooh. Ooh.
2: You thought things were. You thought you're just going to cruise through the steps, Mark? We're just not going yeah. <laughs> to mail a package. <laughs> we're, we're just, just going to walk down to the. Out Walk down courtside to our game here. You go through the list.
4: So, let's think My about this. Gut. Uh, I mean, didn't so Wancho was on <laughs> Spain this past year when they won, but that doesn't count anymore. No, uh, I was
5: feeling like it's gonna be it's it's other. Is it Mason or Paul Millsap? One of those two.
4: Ooh, that's a good point because I think. Think it's is it Mace? Are we screwing
5: this up big time? Well, Mason was on the team last year,
4: right? Obviously. And I know that he had. Oh, you know what? Shh, crap. It it might be. It's either. I think you're dead on. I think it's either Millsap or Mace, guys. Blink once or twice.
3: <laughs> <laughs> the trick us to ask Adam if it's a trick question. Yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, and it's then
4: just a trick and question.
3: Then
2: spiral into self doubt. I mean, are we
4: on the right path?
2: You're you're naming basketball players. That's you're all do. I'm, I'm, I'm going to lock nuggets, in <laughs>
5: sure. What'd you say? I'm going to lock in Millsap.
1: <laughs> oh, nice. We were so close. It was Mace, right? It was Mace and Plumley. Yeah, yeah, we Why couldn't we blink? We should have blinked. I feel Wait, terrible. Me, I feel terrible basketball too.
2: Basketball. I was really rooting
1: for Marcus. I really wanted me too. to that. Me too. I wanted him to go all the way and I... A,
2: hey marcus next time you come to denver if you ever want to rent a one-bedroom apartment and live with somebody you hit me up
0: <laughs> do not hit him
4: up I, <laughs> feel like, <laughs> I feel like he should easily be able to get down to the court if he flew across continents he should be able to get down next time you guys, got to hit
1: up he's got to hit us up man oh yeah you know, we know people are coming from out of the country you know hook him up with some kind of tour or something. We're so, tight with the security,
3: so it's <laughs> like pretty easy for us to get you around.
1: I make up a fake badge No, just kidding. Uh, Mike, thanks so much for hanging out with us, dude, for this hour. This
4: was a lot of fun. It was good to see you again. You too. Next time I'll uh I'll grow the beard Tom Hanks length. Please just for you. Yeah, next
3: quarantine Mike.
4: You have a certain Tom Hanksness to you. You do. All right. I'll take it. Yo, he had COVID, so... All right, cool. Looking
2: for those antibodies. All, all right, you think get right the Kick them out.
4: <laughs> of the Take me tired. out. Everybody
1: else, thanks so much for tuning in. Tomorrow, Andy Bailey is stopping by from Bleach Report. He's going to talk about Nicole Jokic. Probably some
0: rankings, maybe. Maybe the only
1: guy higher on Nicole stats. I am. So we'll, we'll see how that goes. Everybody else, thanks so much for tuning in.
0: We'll see you tomorrow. Before we get out of here on today's show, guys, you guys can get Strava Craft Coffee which powers us through every DNBA show for 20% off when you use the code DNVR20. You can get that online at StravaCraftCoffee.com. Of course, StravaCraft Coffee is packed with CBD, and you can get it for 20% off when you use the code dnbr 20